Hello everybody and welcome to Physics Safari podcast. I'm your host Anita Fernando is here to take you to the journey through physics. Physics is a study of matter, energy and its interactions. It is an international enterprise which plays a key role in the future progress of humankind. It also generates fundamental knowledge needed for the future technological advances that will continue to drive the economic engines of the world. All right, let's go ahead and break down physics in a simple way. Today we are going to be talking about quantum physics. What is it? In simple words, it is a physics that explains how everything works. But to be more specific, quantum physics or mechanics is a theory that describes the dynamics or how things move at microscopic level. Quantum physics underlies how atom works. When we talk about quantum physics, we are dealing with energy. Literally, packets of energy and realize humans made up of energy in fact we are literally at our core fundamental level waves of energy and these waves of energy translate back into particles and then eventually of cells and what we see as humans in physics we generally deal with three types of mechanics they are classical mechanics statistical mechanics and quantum mechanics i will try to explain these three types of mechanics using a very simple example suppose you have to study a motion of a ball say cricket ball classical mechanics says that if you want to study the motion of the ball all you have to do is to study just about one point of that ball and that one special point is called as center of mass where all the mass of the ball is considered to be present so one have to study the equations of motion of just one point that is the center of mass and you can study the whole object the flagship equation or the most important equation in classical physics is newton's second law of motion Now second is statistical mechanics statistical mechanics dives deeper it says that if you want to study about a ball you have to study the motion of each and every particle that the ball comprises let us assume that there are 10 to the power of 10 particles present inside the ball so you will have to gain the knowledge of all the physical parameters of all these particles so you must know their momentum their velocities their energies of all the particles doing that is practically impossible right why because there are so many degrees of freedom involved so suppose you have to study a collection of atoms or molecules which is called an ensemble that is where the ideas of statistical mechanics comes into the picture so in statistical mechanics we generally deal with the averages and approximations because there are so many particles involved the flagship equation of statistical mechanics is boltzmann entropy formula now comes the hero of our show that is quantum mechanics the third type of mechanics is completely different from classical and statistical mechanics So if classical physics describes the world to be deterministic where the entire future course is 
predefined where the quantum mechanics is based on the assumption that the world is probabilistic and events takes place at random chances the most important quantity which we deal with the quantum is the state of system or the wave function the flagship equation of quantum mechanics is the schrodinger wave equation or dirac equation now let me give you a very brief overview of how quantum mechanics was born how was quantum mechanics born let's go back to 1890s we had pretty much figured out how the world works we had newtons and kepler's laws of equation to explain planetary motion we could explain the waves on the strings the ripples in the water and we have even developed the theory of electromagnetism but when we think that we know everything nature throws us problems the first problem came in the form of nature of light is light a wave or it is a particle well experiment shows it is both but scientists were unable to explain its true nature they wanted to know what is light and this is what a topic of debate since the 17th century the second problem was the black body spectrum in 1900 a group of manufacturers approached max planck for those who don't know who is max planck he is the father of quantum physics the manufacturers wanted to know the method of making their bulbs efficient this required a better understanding of black body spectrum Max Planck came up with a solution. He said that energy emitted from a radiating device is quantized. This means that energy cannot be in fractions like 1.5 units, 2.6 units, 3.9 units were not allowed, but energy can only be in discrete units such as 1, 2, 3 and so on. So Planck replaced the concept of continuous energy with discrete packets. Planck regarded his hypothesis as the most difficult task in his life but he didn't believe it to be true then came albert einstein while planck did not realize how radical this work was einstein sensed that something deep is hidden in his hypothesis in 1905 he took planck's idea forward and said that light is itself made up of this discrete energy packets called quanta of energy and with this assumption he successfully explained the photoelectric effect the quantum was then just as used as a label for the unit of some quantity the debate over the nature of light was how quantum mechanics began the theory was developed by the great minds like rutherford bohr heisenberg schrodinger dirac and many others Now as we know that quantum physics is that it's different from classical physics quantum physics however focuses on quantum particles now what is a quantum particle it is a very fancy name for something you have probably learnt of in your lower classes which are the building blocks of matter that is proton neutron electrons photons those are the examples of quantum particles although there are many other kind of fancy quantum particle as well as like bosons leptons quarks and neutrinos to sum up a quantum particle is a building block of matter 
Fine, let's go little deeper and understand what is quantum mechanics. So, if you take physical matter like a ball and zoom in with a really high-powered microscope, if you get inside deep enough, what you will find is that physical matter is made up of atoms which are in turn made from quantum particles and so while classical physics focuses on how physical matter moves while quantum physics really focuses on these building blocks of matter the inside of the atoms how are these particles moving now physical matter behaves in a relatively predictable way when we look at it through classical physics for example if i let go of a ball from a height it will drop to the floor and that reminds you of isaac newton's apple story that's really classical physics and again it's very predictable so if you want to understand the motion of the object in a classical manner it is all you have to know about its physical quantities like speed and time it's easy to predict the values for those while physical matter in classical physics behaves in a very predictable way when we zoom on in and start looking at the quantum particles the quantum particles do not behave in a very predictable way and understanding the basics of quantum physics and how quantum particles move will give you a very strong appreciation for how your reality is constructed how physical matter is constructed and what you can do to change physical matter that change reality in your life so how do quantum particles move the answer is infinitely see in other words if you drop a quantum particle it doesn't just drop to the floor it goes everywhere sounds spooky right well it has been strongly suggested that quantum particles don't just exist in a particular location but rather they also exist in something called superposition superposition basically means existing in many places at once superposition can also be described as being kind like wave or ripples and so in essence something like a photon could be seen or exist in a particular location but it also simultaneously exists as a wave or as ripples throughout the universe now this sounds far fetched right but there is a scientific justification to this claim and it is named as double slit experiment the double slit experiment was created by thomas eng in 1801 which states that if you take a photon or an individual particle of light or a quantum particle of light and shoot it off into the space if you don't directly look at it if you don't directly observe it it travels as a wave you can pick up the feedback of an individual photon across a space however if you take a really fancy high powered microscope and zoom in on the photon and watch it as it travels into the space it will travel and appear to be one particular particle but this is only the case if you are directly observing the photon which fortunately today science allows us to do but the trick is you have to be looking at the particle if you look at the photon particle it exists in one place but if you collect the data 
on that particle without observing it it appears to exist in many places in a wave pattern all at one time in other words an individual photon only behaves an individual if an observer is looking at it if there is no observer of photon it becomes infinite and so you and i as observers what do we do is we collapse the infinite into physical so what does quantum physics tell us about our physical reality as you know well matter physical matter is made up entirely of quantum particle and if quantum particle exists in superposition meaning the quantum particle exists everywhere at once guess what that means about the ball it too exists everywhere at once and this is why many scientists today believe that there isn't just one reality but rather there are many realities and some scientists go as far to say there are infinite realities so how can one understand quantum physics change your reality well you are the observer you are what collapses the infinite into specific and therefore learning how to change you observe can completely change the world that you live in and if this excites or intrigues you then it's time for you to understand about quantum leap but that's the story for another physics safari thank you for joining me today